It's time to watch a movie you've never seen. There might be some ninjas or a crazy death machine. There will be smiles and there will be tears. You won't watch another movie for about 800 years. It's time for death. to do a test toast and then oh. figure it out from there or we can just leap it leap into it right now we could leap into it right now you just edit around everything bad yeah no we won't like if there's some crappy dialogue just yeah. take it out yeah whatever you gotta do it like some stock sounds of like i probably uh, will they'll probably tumbleweeds and shit it'll probably be like a like a, the, the sounds nine. you would hear yeah <laughs> the highway nine sounds yeah <laughs> big rig trundling <laughs> past <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Like a wind whistling eerily at night. Um, Is that the highway that Mike Harris sold? No, that's 427. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, 407. 407, yeah. The 427 is the highway that goes north. Sold it for a song. Yep, yes. to the Spanish. Um, so I guess that's our intro for the first ever episode of Death by Video. Um, I'm Graham Shepard, the programmer, I guess you'd call me. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you want us to announce our voices? Yes, yes. yes. announce yourself. Oh, my name's Kit Lewis. I am not a programmer. I'm Phil Bardak. I'm also not a programmer. Mm -hmm. So we've gathered here tonight in the uh, ruins of the old video store off Highway 9, just south of Markham. And uh, we're going to be watching an old movie, or not even an old movie, but a movie, and then talking about it afterwards. <laughs> uh, already kicking it off great. So guys, have any of you watched anything interesting in the last week before we, uh, before we get going? Well, we uh, watched uh, the remake of Breathless yesterday evening. There's a remake of Breathless? Yes, with Richard Gere. Oh, Jesus. And more importantly, Richard Gere is a little Richard. Yes. There's full yeah, frontal. I, I get it, I get it. But I'm just... one. <laughs> so this was must have been earlier in his career. It's not Little Richard. Uh, it wasn't it super was, early. No, it was like... He was kind of a stouch. This was like a few years after American Gigolo. That's what I was. That's the movie I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been before An Officer and a Gentleman, or just after. No, just after. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, the it's remake like of Breathless yeah. was '83, and I think Officer and a Gentleman was '82. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good. I actually liked it quite a bit. Like I've always heard bad things about it, but um, but yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought the soundtrack was really good. And... Yeah, the soundtrack is excellent. Uh, very good use of Link Ray. Uh, oh yeah. And Jerry Lewis. Ray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Pretenders and uh, X at X's the end. X's cover of uh, Breathless by Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, and it was good. And the the French actress that was the lead of it um, was not as bad as everyone always said she was, in my opinion. Still, still she, not good. She wasn't good. She no. just wasn't the horrible mess that everyone sure, made yeah. her out to be. And granted, I had the last time I saw the movie, I was seven years old, and it was like one p.m. on TBS in the yeah. afternoon. And I saw it like in the middle of the night when I was like twelve. Oh uh, yeah, cool. Kid, have you watched anything good in the last week? No. Not even from our luxurious selection here at this abandoned video store that no one knows about? Well, I did watch, yeah, I watched Gidevin. Oh, Gidevin. With you guys. In quotation marks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. A Road to Revenge. Or just Get Even. Get um, Even. I've, I've been actually telling people about this movie. Gitvin. I, I don't <laughs> often know how to describe it when I tell people about it. No. But... <laughs> the way you should describe it is that it's just a... Uh... It's a guy with a mustache. Mm-hmm. 
John D. Hart Esquire. Esquire. Wow. Oh yeah, if if you Google him, uh, it'll, you'll it, find his official <laughs> website, John D. Hart Esquire, and there's like audio that accompanies his website. And it's on this very like GeoCities style. Uh, he seems legit. Like yeah, yeah. magazines did an interview with him just this year or something like that, yeah, or just yeah. this past year. So he's still, I don't know, milking that Getavan money. <laughs> oh yeah, I think he spent all the Getavan money on Getavan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gidevin is actually is a uh, 1993 slash 2007 action film, and action is like the loosest <laughs> term to describe it. There, there's some uh, there's some action like not not physical action. There is some um, stroking action. I don't know. He writes a lot of love scenes <laughs> yes. into the uh, mix. There's, there's definitely emphasis on stroking and uh, there's a lot of bathtub scenes. Yes. Oh, the bathtub scenes. <laughs> Upper yeah. arm rubbing. Upper arm rubbing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Oh, the upper arm rubbing. And country music singing. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Featuring written and sung by John, by John DeHart. DeHart. Directed Esquire. by, yeah, and the film was also written and directed by John DeHart. Financed by John DeHart. Starring John DeHart. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing choreographed by John DeHart as well. Considering I would the, imagine so. I'm not sure there's choreograph choreography in the movie, but yes. Yeah, and... Uh, Full creative control. Yeah, yeah, totally. He That's probably like, produced it as well. <laughs> yeah. He is definitely an auteur, like um, yeah, you know, like how Francis Ford Coppola is now financing his own movies. I kind with of, his wine money. Yes, with his wine money. Um, well, you know, John DeHart is financing his own movie, or mo- like he's only made one. Um, with oh, his... really? That's his only movie. Well, yeah, surprising. It's his room, basically. It's, it's there's no room. follow-up to no. get him. No, and we're of course not talking. We're talking about Brie Larson. Get him, <laughs> get him with a vengeance. <laughs> Get even Live with that. free or get even. <laughs> Live free or get even. Yep, I like it. A good day to get even. <laughs> oh, actually, that kind of ties into the movie we're going to be watching tonight. Um, Ooh, segue. Yeah, because uh, one of the imp- the stars of um, of the Die Hard films, Bruce Willis, is in a film called Expendables Part Two or Part Deux in France. Um, <laughs> And uh, in Expendables 2, the villain is played by none other than uh, the Belgian uh, thespian Jean-Claude Van Damme. And tonight we're going to be watching one of Jean-Claude Van Damme's earliest films, a video store staple from the 1980s and 1990s, He, where he plays um, a villain, and he's also playing a Russian, yet he was prominently featured on every single poster and box cover, and he's not the main character or even really in it that much. Uh, the film is called No Retreat, No Surrender, which just came out on Blu-ray from Kino Lorber. We are, of course, going to be watching the VHS version, which is the only version. Nice. Um, I hope it's pan and scan. Oh, pan and scan. Um, I'm <laughs> is not it sure. full screen? Yes, it is full screen. Oh, sweet. Um, actually, I'm just lying. We're going to be watching the Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> and uh, it featured... All have, build up. And... Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're breaking the, um, the magic here. You're breaking... <laughs> I mean, I thought we were in an abandoned video store only watching videotapes, and now you've just ruined the image for me. Well, we are in an abandoned video store. What are you well, I know about? we are, but you probably <laughs> that wind whistling outside. I thought we were just collecting spare VHSs that we found around yeah. the abandoned video store. Abandoned VHSs. Yeah. Um, like Out on Bail. That could be next week's movie, Out yeah. on Bail. Um, <laughs> Do good things happen out on bail? Just good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Out on Bail yet. That okay. could be a watch this week. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what the ghosts at the, of the abandoned video store tell us. Are you end. still working on Soldier's Revenge? Yeah, that was a rough first half hour. Ugh. Cool. And have either of you seen No Retreat, No Surrender? Or- I have not. No, I have not either. Oh, my God. I am so thrilled. I have not seen any pre-Bloodsport Jean-Claude Van Damme. There is an amazing twist in this movie 
Whoa. That nobody will see coming. Oh my god. At all. I'm not even going to read the back of the VHS box cover because I'm so excited about this. So we're going to hit pause, we're going to watch the movie, and then we'll come back and talk about it. All right. And see you after the break, guys. Bye. After watching No Retreat, No Surrender, and oh, we're back. Oh, yeah. hello, yeah, hi, um, from the abandoned video store. Yeah. yeah, broadcasting live from the abandoned video store off Highway Nine, just south of Markham. And uh, we might have be been joined nor- by like north of Markham. Yeah, one of the uh, the spirits of the video store Keswick? joined us. I'm back. Keswick. So so um, Kit, tell us the story of No Retreat, No Surrender. In my own words, I guess. Yeah, totally. Um, as far as I can tell, um, okay, so there's a L.A. dojo, um, which is quickly taken over by Russian gangsters, one of whom is played by Van Damme, um, and he he breaks the owner of the uh, of the dojo's leg, and of course they retreat and surrender pretty quickly and just run off to Seattle. Yeah, we kind of um, realized that the title of this movie should have been Retreat and Surrender, not yes. No Retreat and no Surrender. <laughs> That's what's done the most often. Spoiler alert, eventually there's No Retreat and Surrender. It's yes, eventually. 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 Yeah. It but, works its way up. You know, no uh, Retreat and Surrender. So yes, now that they're in Seattle, um, of course karate is sworn off. The father has, uh, so uh, Jason, who is the father's son, he still idolizes uh, Bruce Lee. Um and um, still secretly trains to be like Bruce Lee, I suppose. Um, he tries to join a Seattle dojo, and they just laugh at him because he's from L.A. and he he doesn't fight as good as they do, which is true. You're forgetting that he uh, he encountered a certain R.J. Uh, yes. R.J. Yes, but also the um, metabolism challenge character. Oh yes. Oh yes. 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 Um, does Phil? Why don't you fill us in on that character? Yeah, I I. I... Don't not sure what his role is, but he's somehow affiliated with the Seattle dojo scene. Uh, he's quite a gluttonous character and uh, is not particularly conscious of his uh, physical appearance. When, when when we first meet this character, he's eating an entire cake to himself. That's, it's like, it's like a, a McCain fact. style. Cake. It is. It is like a deep and delicious McCain <laughs> cake. Yeah, which I'm not sure if they have in Seattle. I thought no. that was a Canadian thing. Yeah. But then, like, he's like in like a like I think it's literally called Burger Time, and he's just like down and like literally like ten burgers stacked on top of each other. And he's got like fucking ketchup and mustard like smeared all over his face. It looks like he kind of looks like he's like at like a burger off. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's actually competitively eating yes. burgers, but yeah. he's not. He's just no. Eating. He's just casually eating burgers. It's like lunch for him (laughs) (laughs) 
And also, yeah, RJ appears on the scene. RJ is a neighbor. Uh, they move into this new place in Seattle. RJ is really into Michael Jackson. He's um, got a jerry curl. He's got a jerry curl. He's got like a boom box attached to his He's BMX got a boom box. He, he's good with the basketball. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it with BMX box or BMX bike. And basically he plays the role of the magical Negro. He does, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Except he doesn't actually enable him to do anything. That would actually be the ghost of Bruce Lee who shows up. That's true. That's probably the best part about this movie is that it's a standard kind of karate kid, 80s, like, yeah. oh, I'm a reject, but I like a girl and she likes me, but yeah. there's the jock played by Nick Lachey yeah. from 98 Degrees, but not really. No. Um, Maybe, though. He's, it's kind of no. like proto-like ghost of Jim Morrison in Wayne's World 2. That's probably where they got it from. Probably, yeah. They probably watched No Retreat, No Surrender. Like, Mike but, Myers was like, I'm just going to, like, ha- incorporate, like, the ghost of Jim Morrison. Apparently a lot of people were watching No Retreat, No yes. Surrender. The producers of Ghost, Flava Flav, and yeah. also Mike Myers. Yeah. Now we know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's yes, of course, because RJ, RJ, RJ small, has, like, RJ a, has small, a small stopwatch. Stopwatch, yeah. Flame to help him style. with, like, the the 18th training montage in this movie. There are a few training montages. And it's, montages. like, 82-minute running time. There's also a date montage. Yes. And but is it really several. a date, though? We don't know. They don't kiss on the date. They hug and intently look into but each they, other's eyes. They make they, out they, before they, they, the they date kiss starts. at some point, so he's not being friend-zoned or anything. No, no, no. They they make out well before if the anything, date. I think she's being friend-zoned. Yeah. Because at the end, when he starts or uh, finishes a fight at her party and then runs away, and she's like, no, it's not like that. In his... Like, he literally shoves her away, like... Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think maybe this movie, it was, it was too modern, too... Too early for this kind of storyline, but I think the real love story is between RJ and Jason. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I noticed there is something cut out of this that was in the VHS release. It's where... kind of like Rocky Three with like uh, Rocky and Apollo. Uh... Yeah. If, yeah. A, if Apollo Creed didn't accomplish anything in life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that RJ accomplished nothing in life except those sick, sick dance moves? Yeah, like he's in like Michael Jackson circle like 87, and he's well, like this... doing the fucking windmill with the uh, yeah. well, the big shoulder pads. Phil, so I guess yeah, now like the, the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh... Yeah, uh, oh, Phil has already dropped a few F-bombs, so you will definitely have to click the old explicit. <laughs> yeah, we've, all, we've all had quite a few uh, beers at this point. We are currently <laughs> drinking, mostly. most of us are drinking Old Milwaukee. Phil B is drinking a very strong. Is that an IPA? It's 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 Muskokan saison. It's nine point zero. Yes, nine point zero alcohol. Wow, yeah. that is some stiff beer. Phil. It is yeah. very stiff beer. <laughs> it's a saison, but it does not taste like a saison because it's that it's, high in alcohol it's content. It's filled with alcohol. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think you're having. A it tastes like an al- It tastes like an IPA. One of the basically. of the uh, of the video store earlier about it. I think I heard her like voice whispering on the wind. Um, so just so that you guys know, no don't tell retreat, my boss. <laughs> no retreat, no surrender was actually followed by two sequels. No retreat, no what? surrender two from 1987. Is Van Damme in either of those? Uh, let me just look it up here. Uh, the first one was originally intended to be a direct sequel, but that didn't happen. <laughs> sequels in name only. So the stars of the second one are Lauren Avildon, Matthias oh. Hughes, oh. Max Thayer, and of Cynthia course. Rothrock. Now Cynthia Rothrock is interesting because she was a um. A North American martial artist who actually went to Hong Kong and became a star in Hong Kong as the White Kung Fu Girl in films such as Yes, Madam, and uh, God, what was the other one? Um, yes, Madam was Yes, Madam was the there big was one. that other one that was always on like Viewers Choice. I remember like the trailers with like Bolo Young. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're Tiger familiar- Claws, something like that. Yeah. Are you familiar with Cynthia Rothrock, Phil? 
I know of her. I've never watched any movies with her. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because in the Hong Kong film, she was always presented as being the ugly white woman, but she's actually very attractive. And it was more a comment on the... Um, uh, it's because she was fucking jacked. Is that it? Uh, you're just all over the F-bombs today. I'm sorry. <laughs> she, she's not jacked, actually. Um, but going, Is she fucking oh. jacked, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're ruining it. Okay, so let's... Um, <laughs> So <laughs> let's get some background on this film. So uh, it was actually, I'm just going through Wikipedia right now. Um, in the 1980s, uh, Keith Strandberg became interested in working in martial arts as an actor. Strandberg moved back to the United States and became a tour director in China. That doesn't make sense. Why would he become a tour director in China if he was in the United States? Um, long story short, Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast as the Soviet villain Ivan Kraskinski, which we know is not correct because in the end credits he's listed as like Kurt Kravinsky or something. Um, and Pete Sugarfoot Cunningham is in the movie as well. Sugarfoot is not literally his middle name. It's Sugarfoot in quotation marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it he really? Was, he was the African-American member of the Seattle Dojo. Ah, okay. Yeah, he was ah. the guy that beat the crap out of Jason in the, uh, in the, yeah. In the yeah, dojo yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, the, the like, floor scene. What, the quote-unquote ring. Yeah, the ring which it's was not- just... Outside, outside of the right ring. Right beside the actual beside the ring. Adjacent to the ring. The the members of the dojo formed a square. So it yes. was in in a way it was a, a mirror a figurative of the, ring. Yeah, it was it was a ring sort of just on the floor. Yeah, which makes it tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you guys think this stacks up to the rest of the Van Damme oeuvre? I I haven't seen the rest. Of, I've, I've, as we were talking about, I've seen uh, like uh, what's, it's not called Double Trouble. It's called uh, <laughs> Double Impact. That, Double Impact. Which that's is correct. where he plays his own twin. That's correct. That's the first time he does that. Um, I've seen Bloodsport. I've mm-hmm. seen um, very few Van Damme films, actually. As it turns out, I did not see the one with Dennis Rodman and the Tiger. Double I've team. not seen that one. Either. I, I know of it. Did you see I've Street Fighter? The... I think I've seen Sudden Raul Death. Julia's final movie. Yep. As M. Bison. I never saw Street Fighter. I've seen sections of Street Fighter, like when it plays on City TV and I half watch it while doing everything. When they used to play on City TV when they used to have movies. When they used to have movies, Mm -hmm. that's correct. Late great movies. Time Cop? Time Cop, I have seen. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, Sudden Death? Sudden Death, I was just saying. I have seen that. Yeah, okay. With the fight with the goalie and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like fighting, being the shit of the mascot Uh, in like the duck suit or whatever. In the duck suit, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then there's there's a bomb at the hockey arena yes, or something. I yeah. can't quite remember the yeah, plot of that. Ah, uh, what else is there? Um, oh, I saw JCVD, which was oh, yeah, his yeah. like his return to form, his like gritty kind of his realist little, the, the film. The meta film, yeah. Uh, yeah. What else was there? There was that movie, uh, Maximum Risk, with Natasha Henstridge. Oh, Did not Maximum see that Risk. one. I remember, that, remember one, yeah. that one. That was the one where he um, broke out his actual acting chops because he hit, said he had to like have yeah. a love scene. And uh, this is when like Natasha Hedstrom was breaking the acting. This was like like after Species. Yeah. Uh, she, oh, yeah. She, yeah. She dyed her hair red. She's no longer blonde. Yeah. She what happened becoming... to her? She did Species two and three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened to her. Yeah, now she's happened. gone. Uh, what else is there? I know there's more. So can we try and figure out how the the karate tournament at the end of the movie actually worked? We haven't even gotten into the ghost of Bruce Lee yet. Oh, the ghost of Bruce Lee. Oh my okay, God, okay. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that afterwards. So with the credit tournament at the end, so after Jason's been trained by the ghost of Bruce Lee, which I realize we've glossed over. By the way, okay, let's skip back to that part. Um, I knew about the ghost of Lee, Bruce Lee twist because I've seen the movie before. You guys have not. Did you have no. any inkling that there'd be any supernatural content to this movie whatsoever? Only no. because you kept on mentioning it was a twist that was going to blow our mind. I assumed it had to be at least with aliens or supernatural content. 
But I did not guess the Bruce, ghost of Bruce Lee. Despite the fact that they went to the actual tombstone of Bruce Lee. They did, yes. Twice. Twice. Once Probably. when he cried in the rain saying, help me, Bruce Lee, help me, sensei. Did not did not see the twist coming. No, I did not still. see the no. twist coming. Didn't no. see him entering uh, Patrick Swayze style from Ghost? No. No. Also, the guy didn't actually look a whole lot like Bruce Lee, other than the fact not they were both all. Asian. Not at all. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, they, kind they, of they, racist. They, they, they the opted film. for like Bruce Lee style dubbing. Yeah. Yep. He was dubbed as if he was in a kung fu film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, Good that conversation, happens. guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we were we were we were considering that this might not be the ghost of Bruce Lee. That um, young Jason might just be schizophrenic and and be like hallucinating because mm-hmm. he does quite. Speaking of young, we we have no idea how old he is. If he's in no. high school, he looks to be about what? twenty-seven. Is my yes. guess, and his dad looks to be about thirty-one. Which is pretty yes. typical of eighties movies in general. Mm-hmm. I do miss Teenagers that, Teenagers are generally played by, like, 33-year-olds. Yeah, well, like, I was watching clips from the movie Reckless from 1984 starring Daryl Hannah and uh, Aiden, Aiden, Quinn. Aiden Quinn. Oh, I know that movie very and, well. And, like, I actually love those clips, especially the one where they're dancing to Romeo Void in the, at the, uh, the yeah, school yeah. dance. Great scene. Um, but uh, Aiden Quinn looks to be about 42 in that movie, oh, yeah. playing, like, a 16-year-old. Also, Adam, it doesn't seem like he really aged at all. He, he's just like perpetually he looks, looks 42. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was 42 in 84. 42. He's like 42 in like... 94. Yeah. 2004. Exactly. 2014. I haven't seen him in anything in like 18 years, but whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, one of the ghosts here is like uh, giving us a hand signal. Um, <laughs> oh, Ghost. Yeah, it's also, uh, we believe that the producers of Ghost saw this film as well. Yes. And um, they ripped off the whole Patrick Swayze intro from Bruce Lee's intro from this movie. Yes. Uh, most definitely. That's it, definitely it, it is, Yeah, and like, his, his, when he leaves the, when he, when his work is done. Uh, he just, he, yeah, he just, just kind of exits. Yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, like when he's like, like kind of like at the end of Ghost, when like Patrick Swayze, spoiler alert for anybody who's never seen Ghost, but like when like. Patrick Swayze like walks into heaven. Uh, I, I've seen, closes, yeah. yeah. Well, it's I've like seen the, Ghost the apple a when few times. God leaves, uh, leads the hippies into his uh, floating Cadillac and yeah, then takes yeah. off into the outer space. Yeah, that happens. Which was kind of like Proto Repo Man as well. Like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Man. Bringing yeah, them all back. So uh, yeah. I'm actually gonna try and now describe the plot of this because we've gone so far off the rails. So it starts off in Los Angeles. I I think I explained that part pretty well, Graham. Okay. I, I think you did. Kid. Skip ahead. So um, Jason has arrived in Seattle where he meets RJ and Fatso or Lardass as, as he prefers. It to call does him. the character actually have a name? Did you notice this time around with the credits? I was trying to look it up. I couldn't find it. No. No, no, no. By the way, Lardass looks to be about 37. He looks like he's the oldest. He also looks definitely. like a very southern man. <laughs> yes, yeah. and he speaks with a very thick southern accent. He is part of the Seattle dojo scene, yeah, though, yeah, as yeah. Phil mentioned. Yeah. He's a white belt, I think, from what I watched. Yeah. Um, and so the Seattle dojo, they don't like him. Uh, but unfortunately, Jason is dating, I want to say her name is Kelly. I, I believe her Kelly name is Kelly. Yeah. Or Jess. Um, she's a Kelly. She's a Kelly. She's got the Kelly Kapowski haircut. Yeah. Ten years before Kelly Kapowski had I, it. I, but she looks like Betty Finn without the glasses. Yeah. I don't know who Betty Finn is, but I agree. Betty Finn is Winona's writer's character's friend in Heathers. In Heathers? Who ditches I her haven't seen Heathers. in favor of the Heathers. For a while, I haven't seen Heathers for a while. Wasn't Winona Ryder also a Heather? Let's not talk about Heathers. No, Winona Ryder was a Veronica. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> who was part of the Heathers clique. 
I do remember that. You're overdue for a rewatch of I, Heathers. Uh, it's been a while. I just okay. remember Christian Slater blowing himself up at the end. Spoiler alert, I guess. Spoiler alert. Oh, I have a VHS of Heathers yeah. that just you floated do. on over to Kit. Well, this yeah. is, we are and in a VHS a, yeah, store. We are in an abandoned video Before store. Before he loses his middle finger. Another spoiler This alert, never sorry. happens. What, on the back of the VHS box cover? Yeah, that doesn't happen. As far okay, as he's remember. talking about the VHS box cover for Heathers. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I realize this is radio and I'm not actually, I'm saying, look at this. What's underneath the gymnasium? The boiler room. (laughs) (laughs) With, uh, there's one, okay, so with no retreat, no surrender, there's some surrendering done. Um, Our kid Jason and his girl Kelly, they kind of like each other, but they don't because uh, all of her friends also are part of the Seattle karate dojo scene. But they also make out quite a lot. And very quickly, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, as, as soon as they see each other for the first time, they're, like, tongue-kissing almost immediately. But they met each other this summer before in Los Angeles. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I get that. There's 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 something before. They had known each other before. You can tell when they first meet. Mm-hmm. There's an he, he actually... It's, it's funny. They, they pull up at the house. He sees a car, and he's like, oh, it's my mom's bitchy friend. I hate this, this bitch. He actually uses that kind of language, which is kind of surprising. I know. Yeah. PG movie. And, and then it, it was the out, 80s. <laughs> and then it turns out to be his friend Kelly or Jess. We still don't know her name. I'm going to go with Kelly. I'll go with Kelly. I'm leaning towards Kelly. I don't think it was Kelly, but I like I, I can check my phone right now, but I don't. Gonna... Don't. Just leave no. it be. All right. Fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they go to her uh, her pool party for the birthday. Yep. Where... Oh, and her, her brother, by the way, is a champion, a karate champion Full as well. Contact karate champion. Everybody is into karate back yes. in the 80s, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, that... it was but karate. Before, kids, before so. grunge. There was karate. Mm-hmm. That that was that, Seattle, that's actually circa how, 1986. Yeah. That's how Kurt that's Cobain the title got of into my grunge. Favorite album. Yeah, yeah. Actually, before grunge, there was karate. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Cobain wasn't so hot into karate, so he. I, yeah. I think uh, Chris Novoselic and Kurt Cobain met at a dojo, one yes. of the many Seattle dojos. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just looked it up. Her name was Kelly. Kelly Riley. All right, you guys are right. Played by Kathy Salino. and Tai Chung Kim played the ghost of Bruce Lee. Anyways. Of course, he did. So, long story they short. They didn't have the technology to uh, have like a hologram Bruce Lee. Or... <laughs> to bring Bruce Lee back <laughs> yes, from the dead. Yes. Kind of like hologram Tupac or like Coachella. Or, or Carrie Fisher in Star Wars. Oh, is there a hologram Carrie Fisher now? Oh, you didn't see Rogue One? Oh, fuck off. Really? <laughs> there's there's fake well, Carrie I mean, Fisher and there's also fake um, uh, uh, Peter what's Cushing. His face? Peter Cushing, but he's in it a lot. Yeah. And fake Mon Mothma. Isn't... Carrie, Hasn't Carrie Peter Fisher's... Cushing been dead for like four yeah, years? He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah, been, he's dead, been dead for a while, but he he is in that movie a lot. He plays yeah. like a Good central grief. character. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. It was kind of disrespectful. Poor, poor in Peter, a way. Peter Cushing. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, back to the movie. Sorry. After um, he gets kicked out of Kelly's birthday party by the uh, Seattle Karate Dojo team. He gets beat up. Beaten up. His his shirt pocket gets ripped off. His shirt off. pocket oh, yeah. gets ripped. The arm of his, his dress shirt gets ripped. It was tucked in before, and it wasn't tucked in after the beating. And and, and the fact oh, yeah, that like, really he just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. flicks food at him and stuff, it's it's really disrespectful he, and upsetting. He had some cuts on his face and chin yep. region. Somehow. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he winds up going back home where his dad kicks him out of the house for fighting. And then he goes to RJ. Who... He doesn't get kicked out of the house. He runs away from him, like literally runs away from home. That's how I also understood the plot. But maybe you're correct. Maybe there was a line of dialogue where it's like, get out of here, son. I don't want to see you. It's like, it's like play by my rules. It's like, fuck you, dad. His, his dad, by the way, rips up his Bruce Lee poster. And yeah, you know, I, which he, you know, tapes 
back together again. And Jason's all like defiance until yeah. then. He's all like, screw you, dad. And then dad rips yeah. up the Bruce Lee poster. Yeah. And he's like, can't we talk about this? But, but, yeah, but like dad doesn't like throw away anything. <laughs> like he manages to retrieve everything that was. Uh, and he moves into the most beautiful abandoned house. Yeah, that RJ just happens to know about. And there's a little, very, well, very unfortunate carpeting. There, there's a little spray paint on the house, but otherwise, it's a it's like a mansion. I didn't even notice the spray paint. It's like, a little bit, like okay. on the walls. Minor, yeah, okay, like, like Seattle level spray paint, not yeah. like Toronto level. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, vandalism. People literally graffitiing the uh, the word graffiti on yeah. abandoned buildings. <laughs> it's like it's like Honest Ed's graffiti right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So in the house, no retreat, no surrender. The ghost of Bruce Lee shows up, trains Jason how to do some form of karate. Um, and how to kick really high, which we'll factor in later. And then Jason reconciles with his dad after he beats the crap. Uh, after uh, Jason's dad, who is now crippled, works in a bar, gets accosted by some redneck Southern toughs. Redneck Southern toughs up in Seattle. Yeah, it uh, that's the. Uh, that's I think the old I think that's boiler. the water heater, the the boiler of the uh, the abandoned video store behind yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, strange. Um. I, I figured I would have shut it off by now, but whatever. Yeah, I know. I guess there's still electricity here. We don't need to light all these candles. No. Oh, um, well, I, I like the ambiance. Yeah, it's nice and spooky. Ooh. Let's just skip to the end. Well, no, I, I did like how... Um, so, uh, J- Jason's dad is very against doing karate anymore because he got his leg broken, and he's like, that's not the way. And then as soon as uh, he gets it his ass vibe, saved, yeah. he gets his ass saved by his son, he's like, Thank you. I'm so proud of you, son. So I guess that killed his whole. Um, we never actually get to hear about his struggle, but I guess he he was able to overcome his feelings about karate, seeing his his son um, save his ass. Cool. And Phil, what's your take on the? So, Phil, set it up for us. What's the the final uh, scene, which is in looks like it's two different arenas one is an arena and the other is a high school gym where they're doing a full contact karate tournament but it's not really a tournament is it not really no it's it definitely sets itself up that way and there's a very ineffectual referee who uh with a blonde wig with a blonde wig uh kind of like a rick flair-ish uh Mm -hmm. wig he definitely was no red shoes for you japanese wrestling fans out there um mm-hmm I don't get that joke. Uh, <laughs> you need to come over for some Japanese wrestling when we're not in an abandoned video store off of Highway 9. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tangent. Uh, yeah, the tournament at the end was uh, it was exciting. It was bizarre because it doesn't seem... It seems like a no-holds-barred um, just... Brawl, more or less. Brawl, yeah, yeah. There's some elements of wrestling and kickboxing. It doesn't seem very karate at more, all. It seems more kickboxing-ish. And and the person who eventually Proto wins this tournament is just Van Damme. the person who eventually wins this tournament is just <laughs> sitting in the audience watching it and then just runs up into the uh, into the ring and starts just intervenes. Ass. Yeah, well, who's that person that runs up? That would be Jason, of Good course, old our Jason. hero. Yeah, in a red Adidas tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, the tournament starts and it's supposed to be three guys from the uh, Seattle Karate Dojo versus three guys from the Evil Russian Mafia Karate Dojo. Also. Did anyone ever figure out why the Russian mafia is, like, trying to horn in on the karate scene in Los Angeles and Seattle? I have some theories about this. Okay. Um, And it's not explained in the film very well, maybe in the extended European cut that you have. Um, But I I just assume they're looking for recruits. Like, if you have a bunch of people who are trained in karate as part of your mafia, then you're a tougher gang. This is what—that's my assumption. I don't think there's a lot of money in owning karate dojos. 
Well, this movie came out circa 1986, so like my hunch is the Soviet Union was in a serious state of decline. So I, I guess they figured uh, to uh, help uh, build themselves up back against against champions. Ala Ala Drogo there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ivan Drago. Ivan uh, Drago, that's right. Sorry. Yes. Um, via karate, uh, the Soviet Union could be a powerful uh, competitive force against. Uh, Reagan's United States of America. So after the crushing defeat in um, in Rocky uh, Three of Ivan, no wait, that's Rocky Four. It was Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Yeah, Rocky Three is where he fights Mr. T, where he, he uh, defeats yes. the inner black youth. Um, Apollo, Apollo dies in Rocky Four. Yes. Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. Rocky Four. Yes. Yep. Rocky Three. Apollo's his trainer. Yeah, that's like when the, they become like, friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that one. I like the fact that like the guy who's been trying to fight for the first two movies is like, you know what? Let's put our differences well, let's, aside. Let's bury the hatch. Yeah, you know. it's a very altruistic like yeah, viewpoint yeah. on life. Yeah, yeah. And then he they, he beats the crap out of Mr. T. But in Rocky IV, uh, we all know that Sylvester Stallone defeated communism. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm guessing he's draped with the American flag at the end mm-hmm. in Russia. They're, they're in in, in Russia. Russia, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. chanting Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I definitely think... They, they've had it with uh, Soviet style communism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Soviets, in their haste, then turned to the emerging sport of full-contact karate, as seen in this film. So do we think that No Retreat, No Surrender exists in the same universe as the Rocky films? I hope so. Is this... is it? This is after Karate Kid. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so this is... According yeah. to Wikipedia, criti- film critics of the time accused it of being a Karate Kid ripoff. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe on the back of the, of the Blu-ray case, the beautiful new Blu-ray... That came out, which concludes... If you liked Karate Kid. Um, well, let's actually read the official synopsis, which we probably should have started, started off with. Ivan the Rutcher... The, the Rutcher. Ivan... <laughs> we're a couple beers in. Ivan the Russian Butcher uh, Krasiski, Jean-Claude Van Damme from the Hard Russian Target Butcher. and okay, Double Impact, on. faces off with Jason Kid Karate. They call him Kid Karate, not Karate Kid. Uh, Stillwell, Kurt McKinney from Sworn to Justice... He was also in a movie called Sworn to Justice. Yeah. No Retreat, No Surrender, <laughs> Sworn to Justice. I don't. I know. This uh, this uh, abandoned video store does should, have some it, gaps. It should, it should have been like a Kurt McKinney movie night. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a do-or-die battle between good and evil, Jason is an avid admirer of Bruce Lee but has suffered countless defeats. At his lowest emotional ebb, Jason is visited by Bruce Lee's spirit, Kim Chai Chung, from Game of Death. Oh, an actual Bruce Lee movie. Offering to teach him all his closely guarded secrets, Jason's training is quickly put to its ultimate test when the crime syndicate, when a crime syndicate threatens to take over Seattle as the fate of Jason's karate school hangs in the balance. Wait, Jason is not part of that karate school, by the way. No, like he's not. He he retreats and surrenders from that karate. He school got kicked. He got his ass can. kicked in it, and then he ran he away. He also retreats and surrenders from his uh, girlfriend's party. He he retreats and surrenders quite a bit in this film, I guess. He learns not to retreat and not to surrender. Yeah, this and description that's... on the back here is not correct at all. The next, <laughs> the next part of it says Jason is forced to submit to a trial by combat against the syndicate champion Ivan, an unstoppable butcher who has made mincemeat out of all black belts he's faced before, and there's no retreat and no surrender. Again, Jason jumps into this fight. No, like he has full agency. Like he volunteers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he, he he willfully jumps in after. After pointed out by someone here who is not here right now, um, that Jean Claude Van Damme fought three guys before Jason like got into the ring. 
So on a good day, Jean-Claude Van Damme probably could have wiped the floor with Jason. I think I think Van Damme is the real hero. Ivan the Butcher is the real hero. Yeah, of this he film. he defected from the Russian Federation from yeah. the USSR, comes to the United States of America, becomes a karate champion, and is badass. I mean, he breaks a guy's he, leg with a few. Moves. He almost literally kills a dude before you know what's yeah. his face. Jason jumps in and intervenes. Like, oh yeah, that was the brother. Like, keeps punching the dude's chest to the point that like his lungs practically collapse blood is actually coming out of his mouth yeah. he's like tying you know like the ring rope around the dude's neck and yeah he's just going to town moves. on the yeah 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 no i was thinking that our description of the movie was bad but this the official description on the back of the box is even worse y- you thought our description was yeah. bad graham yeah, I did, Kit. <laughs> and then Van Damme's just, like, casually doing the splits. He and... does. He does. Yeah. He does these splits. A la, like, you've you've all seen the commercial where he does the oh, splits yeah, between, between the two, two transports. Yeah. Yeah. This the is the origin. This is where it started. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Between the ropes of the ring. He still has it, you know. And yeah. his haircut is not diminished one bit. Even no. at the end of the fight, when he's laying in defeat, out of the map. Still his, perfectly his gelled and and, uh, and combed. With nary a cut on him. Yeah, yeah, just a little bruised. But this is a PG-13 movie. Uh, it turns out that this director also directed... It's uh, Corey Yoon. Also directed The Transporter. Ah. Yeah, which kind of explains the plot holes in that movie. Yeah, there's a lot of plot holes in that movie. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, I've never seen it. You don't need to. Or <laughs> Transporter 2, 3, or the TV series. I, I made it as far oh, as... Oh, there was there, a TV series. There was series, a TV I know. series. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw um, Transporter 2, and that annoyed me because every time somebody would uh, fire a machine gun at Jason Statham, he would just leap into the air and avoid all the bullets. Yeah, that's what he does. He's Jason Statham. I have never seen any movies with Jason Statham as action star. I've only seen him in like, the Guy Ritchie movies, and like that's it. You've never seen Expendables or Crank. Nope. Maybe we should watch it. Crank, Crank. Crank was good, actually. Crank I 2 would, was also good because it was just so batshit crazy. Crank, Crank was also kind of batshit mm-hmm. crazy, but it kind of wore it right on its sleeve. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was decent, anyway. Cool. I know it's a favorite of the How This Get Made guys. Uh, they, they they like to cite uh, the Crank, Crank movies quite a bit. It is a How Did This... It, it's not even a How Did This Get Made movie. It's just a How Does This Exist movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... Uh, I actually... Oh, shit. I worked with a guy who was an assistant on that movie uh, way back when. Which one? The first one. Yeah, this director I recently worked with, he uh, was a director's assistant on Crank 1, where he said it was the most fun thing to be a part of but it, it, nobody knew what was going on because all the, the directors were just shooting on like they go to Best Buy at night, buy like three different camcorders, and then just roll go around on rollerblades like hanging onto motorcycles like shooting the movie with these camcorders, and that was how they did it. Wow. Yeah, maybe that would be in a future episode because yeah. I believe this video store closed down in two thousand and. Would have been nine. I nine think. was when High crank, voltage, well, crank, crank two, two was two thousand nine, which is the subtitle yeah. of Crank Two. Um, that came out in 2009, I believe. So we might be able to rummage around and find a copy of Crank 2 here for a future episode, but I don't know. So, at the end of the fight, Jason just beats the crap out of Van Damme, throws him out of the ring, the referee raises his hand, despite the fact that this is not even a, an official Jason match. Jason was not registered as a competitor no, no. in this No, match. he literally just ran into the ring to kick... The referee finally managed to warm himself back into the ring after being thrown out of the ring oh, yeah. by JCVD. JCVD kicked him out of the ring... Again, that would never happen to Red Shoes. Um, I, I do, I do hope this referee got some, uh, some sort of um, 
fine. Uh, a fine, or maybe he lost a reprimand, his or, or a he reprimand lost his is license. The word I was for that the fact that the entire competition just fell into a brawl at the end, and that the audience was even just like, "Is no one going to call the police?" The fact that everyone's just randomly fighting in the ring. This is the referee's fault. Yeah, and they're all into it. It's like we're. Uh... We're human beings. We're addicted to but violence. Refer- mm-hmm. Referees are not supposed to be a go with the flow kind of a kind of a thing. It's supposed to be like these are the rules, and I'm going to enforce them. Yeah, and I'm sure in other circumstances he could, but the, since this is like a little out of the ordinary, he sort of became a pushover. He sort of let it go. So, do we have any final thoughts on no retreat, no surrender? Ah. Uh... <laughs> That's kind of my final thought too, Phil. Yeah. Um, Watch it if you want to. Yeah, it's it's there. <laughs> it exists. If you want to see it, it's it's basically a poor man's Karate Kid, but um, it does feature the actual grave of Bruce Lee. So if you were yes, a little bit ever curious as to what oh, Bruce yes, Lee's actual it does, it does, it does. Bruce Lee's actual grave looks like, um, he's actually wearing sunglasses on his gravestone, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Learn something. All right. The more you know. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap up this first episode. Because uh, I see that... <laughs> and what uh, a dynamite first episode <laughs> yeah. it was. I can see the uh, the <laughs> earliest peaking of dawn through these shattered windows here. And uh, we oh should God. probably get out of here before um, it gets uh, too bright and we get accused of trespassing. Even the ghost has left us, so... I know. Um, if you'd like to submit any feedback, positive or negative... Uh, you can send it to our uh, Facebook page. You can message us at uh, we're Death by Video on Facebook, um, and we look forward to hearing your feedback. And I'm going to turn it over to our um, Ouija board, not a Ouija board, a Ouija board because uh, Ouija is owned by Milton Bradley or Parker Brothers or one of them. It's a Ouija board that the uh, spirits of the video store control as to what we're going to be watching next. Okay, let's follow my finger here. Z We're not watching Zordan, are we? M B I was expecting Zardoz, but Zardoz. I Oh, we're gonna be watching Zombie. Oh wait, it's not done. three. Oh dear. Zombie three. Have either of you guys ever seen Zombie Three before? Nope. This is one of your obscure Italian-made zombie films. Yep. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with zombie one and or two? There's no zombie one or two. What? I thought there was a zombie. There, there's kind of a zombie one, but it's not really a zombie one. Was it like an alternate spelling zombie? No. Zombie for the E at the end. Possible. Nah, that's involved, but not really. Okay. We'll uh, we'll get to that next time. Right. So for next time, guys, this is Graham. This is Kit. Phil. Saying, Was that a little loud? Please don't forget to rewind, <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Death by Video. Bye.